Hey everyone, it's Dario Kristen with AfterBuzz TV. Did you know that TrueCar.com is changing car buying experiences forever? Yes, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Although, some features are not available in all states. But it's okay. In the first three months of this year, over 126,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. TrueCar users save an average of $3,078 off of MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these easy steps. It's just three of them. First, you go to TrueCar.com and find out what other people pay for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. The third step is so simple. Just print out your true savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience overall. Remember, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save time, save your money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Masters of Sex After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Masters of Sex After Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 1, Parallax. Tonight, I have my host, a few from last season. We've got lovely Spicy Mari. Hi, guys. I am tweeting out right now, not to be rude. <laughs> I'm tweeting out for everybody to tune in here on AfterBuzz TV. And I've got Roya. Hi, guys. I'm back. Well, we're all back. We're all back. And we've got it. We've got a new male perspective, Bobby Demure. What's going on, guys? Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. We need a good male perspective, so we're excited to have you on oh, the panel. Lord. No pressure, right? No pressure, no pressure. at all. <laughs> depends on your perspective the most. Uh, so this, uh, we were so anxious to get back to uh, season two um, with the first episode because we were totally left with a cliffhanger of you know Doctor Masters coming to Virginia and you know getting rained on at her door and we were left. We had no idea what he was going to say. And so I was hoping it would pick right back up there, but it kind of got diced up. But for a little kind of perspective on the episode, they called it Parallax. And Bobby defined and understands what parallax means, so he's going to let our viewers know, too. <laughs> it's basically, it's, it's an astronomical term. It's basically, for our purposes, though, two different people. So let's say Roya and I, we're sitting next to each other, but we have a different vantage point, and we are both looking at the same point. So, Jenna, we're both looking at you. <laughs> Me. However, even Hello. though you are the same to both of us, the background is different, so the context of where you are is different, so we see you in a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And she sees you in a different way than I do because we're at different places. And I think, we were talking about this before, but I think it parallels to the show. Yeah, because for sure. I know it makes sense somehow. I'm just we're still trying to connect the dots. Yeah, well, I think, I think, <laughs> you can probably look at it a lot of ways, but I think, I think the biggest relationship one is Virginia and Bill. Mm-hmm. And yes. the idea that they they're looking at the study the same way. We want to continue the study, whatever, but their perspective on it and the background behind it is very different now, and we've learned in this episode yes. today 
it's a little more complicated than just doing a study. Yes. So this was like a jam-packed episode so much. So we're going to try to just go through the episode at just as is instead of kind of breaking it up. So the first thing that we kind of step into is seeing um, Dr. Masters in a room watching TV but kind of flashbacking to the door, right? So right when he gets in there. And we see immediately that we don't understand the the dialogue. We don't see anything in the dialogue, but we do see them go right into sex, which I have to say is like the most authentic <laughs> sex I have seen. Yes, go <laughs> masters of sex. Like it was, it was awesome. Um, and so, and we see that, and uh, but we hear the baby crying, and we know Libby is attending to the baby. So we obviously can kind of tell like they're not together, Doctor Masters and Virginia, but they had this moment. What happened? And then um, we kind of it leaves us there, and then we kind of go into where Virginia's at and she's getting propositioned by doctors and she has absolutely no respect at the at the school and so she's kind of struggling with that she's not really making ends meet um, and she's trying to think about how to you know, make money doing other things and start selling diet pills. Okay, so we're thanks just, to Austin yeah. <laughs> for mentioning that to him. Yeah, and then we, and then on top of that, we have Barton going into therapy, right? And Doctor Masters taking him, which is huge, because we at the the end of last season we have Margaret saying, "Please don't do this. It's going to take away from your memory. I want you just the way you are. When's if you don't remember that you always let me win at tennis? You know, all mm-hmm. these great memories." And and I thought that that scene with him, like getting the um, the electric the therapy, yeah. it was hard. That was hard mm-hmm. for me to watch. You know, just you know, because I thought they kind of went under and then did it. But I guess they. I mean, I didn't think he was going to feel it and convulse like he did. Well, it's almost like he went through a homosexual rehab, and you know that that kind of therapy. It, it, it seems like. It doesn't re- well. It doesn't really even exist, does it? I mean, that was like, oh, it no, did. No, well, it, it did. Yeah. It did in that time. But it, no, but in that time, but there was no scientific evidence that proved that it was real therapy. Exactly, and I think that's a weird thing about this scene. Is Masters we saw in season one was also told Barton like, don't do that. Don't that's do ridiculous. It. Right. I know real science, even though nobody respects my sex study. Don't do quasi science. And so it's interesting to have Barton trust Masters enough because of their work history, mm-hmm. even in all that's gone on. He's like, Margaret can't know about this. Please be here for me. Mm-hmm. And Masters being a good friend in this case and says Such a good friend. Yeah. There's so much loyalty. There's so many good things about Dr. Masters that I love. Well, you when know? you work together for twenty years. Yeah. You know? You yeah. built something. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go even so then we get more flashbacks. Okay. So then like right shortly after that we get into um the phone call, right? We've got Dr. Masters and Virginia in bed together and her phone's like incessantly ringing. And it's the conversation with Ethan. And like not even they didn't even have a conversation that we were previewed to but she automatically told him hey things have changed the answer is no i mean it didn't take her two seconds to get right to that well and things hadn't changed just because dr masters was now in her bed i think that she uh, never wanted to marry him i don't even think that that was an option she's not in love with ethan but i appreciate that they gave us little sound bites of the conversation i know and left it up to our imagination Mm -hmm. and then later on filled Filled in in the the blanks yeah Yeah. between her perspective of what was going on on the other end yeah we took what we know about ethan and how he would react to the rejection by virginia and we put it in our own head about what they were saying right talking about and, and yeah, for, back to the spicy what you're saying about how you don't think it's masters in general about them having sex mm-hmm. that's making her change her mind. I think it was the fact that she got her name on his 
study. Right. Oh, exactly. And that's She's what in really in love with the work. Exactly. At the yeah. end of the day, I think that she is fond of Dr. Masters once again and what he has done for her career and the self-worth uh, that she now has because of it and her self-esteem is like through the roof. But at the end of the day, I don't think that she's necessarily in love with him, the person. No. I think that she's in love with what he's done for her career. I feel like they're very similar and they understand each other Mm -hmm. and that's why it works for them. Right. Yeah. Do it. (laughs) Well, and then it cuts off again, right? So then we've got a a blurb where it's like, okay, we know she says no. And then it cuts right to Libby being in the hospital after Dr. Masters has been fired, okay, getting a checkup and then telling off the current doctor and then her going to visit Virginia with the baby. We got a time frame, though, didn't we? Because he said three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, it was a check. So that's the time frame since they met at the doorstep, Virginia and Masters. So it's kind of a nice little plug in for them to tell us, okay, so this is the time frame of how much has gone by. Right. Now let's see what's happened. <laughs> and at that point, I hadn't thought they had seen each other since the door, you know, because I was like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Still trying to figure out what's happening. Um, and then um, we see Libby, you know, then it cuts to um, Dr. Masters being at home, spending all this time at home, trying to figure out what his next step is. And then Libby trying to leave him with the baby for an afternoon so she can um, go out and try to get him a job. Yeah, she's trying to politic for him to get back into work. I don't know if it's because she doesn't like him at the house or she just knows that he feels incomplete. I think it's because she knows that he cannot stay home. Like, he needs to. There are just some men some people, some men, women that just do not function better at home. Like they will be. He needs to be immersed yeah. in his work. Yeah. And I, I think it's it's a little throwback to kind of this area time period of when this piece is shot, in yeah. the sense that his domain is work mm-hmm. and her domain is home. As wrong as we see that now, mm-hmm. knowing that it sh- doesn't have to be that cut and dry. Right. But in that era, this is Libby almost saying. Your domain is work. Now that you are out of work, it is my job to help you back into work. Yeah. And I will I will take care of home and you take care of work. Mm-hmm. And if I'm the one who has to network to get you back into work, <laughs> right. I'll do that. You're right. going yeah. back to work. Your place is work. <laughs> and yeah. I think what we're seeing is a huge like parental gap. And I'm thinking she thinks that if he just goes back to work and if he just gets back into the grind, he will respond to fatherhood because he's not responding at all. And I was thinking... Okay, maybe he's not responding because he sees that baby as a barrier between him and Virginia. Like, I don't know. You know, it just sounds like he's maybe resentful of the baby because that's what's keeping him apart. I still haven't put my finger on it of but why no he doesn't have the nothing. parental connection. Like, there nothing. is n- He has nothing for that child. We haven't even seen him really touch the child. No, mm. we see him drinking a lot. Now we see Dr. Masters, you know, taking on more alcohol. <laughs> the one thing, the one thing I, I, I don't know if this is a hard and fast conclusion on it, but remember when he gets in the fight with his mother mm-hmm. near the end, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she says stuff to him, and he says, I'm having sex with Virginia regularly with no plans to stop. He also says, I am now my father, and now my son knows it too. So he's got his own daddy issues, Bill does. Oh, yeah. He's that, got daddy and mommy issues. Well, and I think he brought that in and just assumed, I'm going to be like my father. We're going to have the same problems. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have the same upbringing, whatever it is. And so why even give the kid a chance or why even have a parental instinct or why even pursue it? Because I already know how this turns out. Now, what do you think was the final factor that made him realize, hey, I'm just like my father? Was it the son coming into the picture or was it the fact that, you know, he had I an affair. It's, it's, it's affair. Fair, yeah. I, I don't know if it was the affair. Maybe that was no? part of it, but I think... Because he never wanted kids. It's he not, well, that's said that up front. I, yeah. think it's, I think it's that. I think it's the idea it's not such a hard and fast the affair did it, but mm-hmm. it's like 
now that everything's come together and now I have a kid in my head broadly I knew I might be like this now that I have a kid yep definitely going to happen and it right. just kind of comes together and the affair doesn't help right. that's part definitely part of it but I think it's just the act of the child itself but I think he even doesn't even just affair, have daddy issues he has mommy issues too yeah. because at some point it was faintly revealed to us uh, that his mother didn't defend him or something in his parent him. abuse right. yeah with his she father she the other way yeah yeah and so he still has resentment towards her for that. That's why he's so cold and lashes out towards her as well. Yeah. And he's sending her butt back to Ohio. Yeah. I would be the same way. If my mom knew I was getting abused and just turned the other way, I, I would mean, have resentment towards her. at what point do you forgive and accept your parent who is trying to be good to you back into your life? Do you hold that resentment forever? Because it's killing him. Well, she hasn't admitted that it was wrong. That's a thing. Did she? Admit, I can't recall if she admitted that in the last season. I feel like she was like, "Well, I couldn't have stopped him." She was making excuses up no, versus she saying. No, I think she full on. I think she full on said, you it, know, "I'm sorry." Yeah, I and he's still did. punishing for her for that. I yeah. feel like there's probably some things where you draw a line in the sand and say, "If this happens, I cannot forgive you." And maybe this is one of those. Mm-hmm. And, and which is weird to me though, because if he can't forgive her and he can't move on, get her out of his life, which yeah. he's doing now. If she actually goes back to Ohio, but if right. she's there anyways. If you can't move on, remove her from the situation. Do you think he's removing her because of his relationship with her? Or do you think he's removing her because he admitted to her that he's having an affair no. and now she's liable? Or not no, liable, I don't think you know, he cares. Risky. I think that there's a, I think he's projecting, you know, just from what we, and I don't want to get to the end, but um, just from what we saw at the end, I think he's pro- projecting and like lashing out. That's true, he does do her. that. He, I think he's just lashing out, like he's got all these confused, like mixed you know, feelings and, and rejection, you know, like I think that he's just lashing out and pushing his mom away. Like, you know, don't even try to love me because it doesn't work. Nobody loves me. You know, like I'm not going to go with this. Well, mm-hmm. his, well, Also to his mom being in his face and being at home is a constant reminder of his troubled childhood. So when you constantly see that person every day who you haven't forgiven and you're still struggling and battling with that pain, it's a, it's like a dagger in your heart every single day when you see her face. And to see her loving a child that should have been you instead. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. even killer. Like, it's, you know, it's almost like a parent that remarries and loves, you know, the new family mm-hmm. more. It, it's, a, it's a constant reminder. Right. And by the way, the baby's name is Johnny. Little Johnny. Little Johnny. Yeah. Johnny. Oh, okay. I was waiting for the name to pop up. I was like, have, have they mentioned it? They, and Johnny. I was like, oh, Johnny. 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 Got it that down, Johnny. Sense. Johnny, your <laughs> life's going to be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so then we see him. Um, we see, then it cuts to um, a very awkward display with Barton and Margaret. You know, with Barton looking at pornography before he goes and approaches Margaret. Oh, that goes was so sad. Into her room and tries to put on the moves to her but I mean it felt so forced and not genuine and then he tries to flip her over which I think was such a an amazing way to kind of let the viewers know like he's trying to make this like I mean I, yeah because mm-hmm. I mean I felt that like when we were watching it like the uncomfortable and we all knew what he was doing and she was just like and she's got an amazing bod like, she, she, like how, <laughs> how old is she like 65 I don't know how old she is perfect. but that body like, is amazing <laughs> saw it last season I was like damn like <laughs> nice she looks great good work yeah she was like look at me and then he got you see him like get frustrated and angry and then it totally turns into like this damn it help me you know and it's like okay you've taken any sort of 
romance out of this, and it's not, you know... Well, she killed the romance. Right, but do you think that was a side effect, though, from the electric therapy? I think it was. I think Because remember, Masters made that comment. Yeah. I think it was also... You talk about lashing out and how Masters lashed out. This is is obviously Barton lashing out in the same way, and it's not her fault, but he now kind of... It's his struggle. He has to make it her fault because it's so shameful in his mind that he's got to put it on somebody else. Well, he just experienced rejection with his wife as well, someone who is supposed to be loving him and coddling him during this time. She turns, you know, and shuns him as well, like the rest of the world, if they found out he they was homosexual. They need to do, like, baby steps, like, just sleeping clothes but together. But at the same time, <laughs> Which they, they, they were he really do that. expects her <laughs> to be vulnerable with him. She, he yeah. really expects her to be intimate after he's been having sex with little boys. Yeah. So, for him to... Not little boys. Let's, I mean, let's, let's fix that real quick. That sounds very The guy had to be, like, 19. <laughs> younger okay. man. Yeah, yeah. Age. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't really know, but we're hoping that he was over 18. But he looked like he was, like, 19, 20. And so, for him to expect his wife to, you know, have sex with him after he'd been sleeping around with these guys, that's kind of a little crazy within well, itself. not to mention, they haven't had... They haven't been intimate themselves. In years. In years. So, like, when since Vivian like was born you know mm-hmm. it was like once a year before she was born and then or maybe once a year after but she like, was down for it at first when he got in the bed was, she was kind of she excited was okay. she was like wait we're about yeah. to get it on yeah and he was like fill my erection so I thought they were gonna like <laughs> <laughs> he was like what Jenna fill my erection and I was so scared it was gonna like get hot and then he was gonna go soft and then it just turned into like this huge awkward I hate well, those it still moments. did go awkward it's, yeah. it, it, it went so awkward and it's just it sucks I mean that's just like these are the awkward conversations you need to have during well it became embarrassing too because her rejecting him was a reminder that he's still gay and that whatever treatment that he was getting wasn't working the fact that he had to look at the magazines the fact that he had to flip her over the fact that she could tell you don't really want me look at me when someone doesn't make that eye to eye contact with you they don't want that connection eye contact is so important for good sex too like that chemistry and did you see how much chemistry that Dr. Masters and Virginia had they had so much eye contact and if um, I was, you know, I was doing a lot of tantra study, you know, for tantra sex, and all of it is is like eye contact the entire time, and it's like. Most of us can only keep eye contact for a few seconds. Nobody wants to keep creepy eye contact. And, um, but to I'm be, looking at you guys right now. Yeah, but you can't hold it for more than a few seconds without being creepy. And so, like, they said, like, one, you know, like, a, an exercise would be to hold eye contact the entire time during sex without looking away. And your bond would be so intense because hmm. there's just something very intimate about looking into someone's eyes and staying locked in, you know, and so I loved how much eye contact there was. I was like, this is awesome. This is good sex. And (laughs) and back to Barton real quick. One more point on him. He says when they get in that argument, he says we just, we have to do this. We can fix this. We just have to try harder. Yeah. And when you start saying like, I'm trying, we just got to try harder, you're kind of admitting to yourself in most cases, it's not going to happen. Not trying harder doesn't magically make something Mm -hmm. happen. So he knows he's desperate. He knows this isn't going to work and he's forcing it upon forcing it because it's so shameful for him. He has to try because he has nothing else yeah well what did you think of the part where she said you know, this is the only like something in regards to self-dignity or womanhood that i have left oh my what gosh, was that comment? gosh she was like you know she's like i only have a shred of like my myself left here as a woman 
you know, being in a relationship with someone that's been homosexual the whole time, like, you can't take this away from me. I don't you know. know. Uh, maybe the homosexuality is part of it for her, mm-hmm. but I got the feeling, I get the feeling from her, it, the homosexuality is something that she doesn't want to talk about or come or mm-hmm. whatever, but it's not as horrifyingly shameful or she probably would have, like, never spoken to him again in the first place. It's more along the lines to me of... She's been living a lie? She or kind she's, of, she's been living she, a lie. She got gypped? But the thing about the womanhood is, if he touches her once a year or whatever, mm-hmm. you don't feel beautiful, you don't feel pretty, right. you don't feel wanted and all those things bring down her I mean I'm obviously not yes. a woman but and the last thing she has is is her own sense yeah, of physical self-worth yeah and you're not going to make me feel yeah. less exactly. than yeah, don't make me perfect. feel like you're a boy right on the mark. I'm a woman let yeah. me be a woman and if you can't do that then we can't do anything Yeah. well that's why she was able to have the fair and you know feel in that moment that she was really getting satisfaction was because for the first time somebody was pleasing her mm-hmm. and seeing her for a, a woman and providing for her. I mean, she need, she needed those orgasms. She really did. <laughs> yeah. Originally, she just wanted to be in the sex study so she can be touched and have sex and it's, get those she orgasms. That human she touch. wanted the intimacy. And then, yeah, and then that's when she met Austin and that connection happened. So, definitely, I, I agree. mean, and then that was the form of rejection right there. So, for her to find out that Austin wasn't really as into her as she, you know, they, they, they thought that we were going to elope or something or that they were going to run They're away just together go on, on the vacation. train. They okay. Were yeah. go away for and so, for her to find out that he wasn't really going to come. Ugh. He had second thoughts. And then her husband, too, now trying to flip her over and make her a boy. Ugh. I see why she would <laughs> yeah. say, this is the last, you know, I have my you know, womanhood. Yeah. I'm not going to let it happen. Well, then in that case, that means one rejection leads to a positive thing for her. So we'll see what that positive comes I out of. I hope as. something <laughs> amazing happens for her because she deserves it. Um, okay, so then we have... Um, we have Jane. We have a snippet of our Jane, our delightful Jane in there, having a conversation with it. Like, it cut into yeah. so many different things. So it was all over all, the place. It was all over the place. So I'm just trying to summarize our show as we happened. But we have Jane going in as a snippet saying that she's going to go off to L.A. to make movies. With Lester. Yeah. Aww. And that <laughs> she is, like, asking Virginia, like, you know, I talked to Ethan, and he said, you know, like, he's heartbreaking. He doesn't understand it, but he would take you back you should consider he has something real. And Virginia still at that point was like, nope, not going, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... She's not in love with him. She's not. But you know what? At the end of last season, I was kind of seeing it with them. You know, like, the, he it was loved forced. her kids. Like, he loved her. At the end of the day, yes, during those I totally forgot times, that he hit her. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to... Oh, yeah, he did beat on her a little bit. But you have to, you have to remember... Back back in that era, women married for security. Yeah, for security, and you know for the for the economic status, and so for for Virginia to be this independent thinker and for her to go against the great, it wouldn't even make sense for her to be with Ethan. It would make sense for her to stay and actually focus in and hone in on her work and her craft. Which I'm glad you brought that up, especially with this scene, because with Jane. Everybody piles on Virginia today, talking about her independence and her work and stuff on this calometric thing. And it was such an interesting thing to look at how Jane's position with everybody around her kind of changed, or, or Virginia's position with everybody around her kind of changed because Jane piled onto her, all the women at the hospital, her new calometric boss, <laughs> you know, Yvonne, the woman who she was trying to get and couldn't even get. And it's like we see Virginia in season one and she's strong and she's tough mm-hmm. and she knows what she wants and whatever. And then we see Virginia selling diet pills and you're like, oh, yeah. I know, I know you. You say you're trying to make extra money. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But it's so purposely demeaning to put her in a position where not only is she not doing the study, not only is work not at what, what, what it was once right, before, right. now you got to sell these pills. 
Oh, this is a very oh, humbling yeah. experience yeah. for such a strong person. But I think that everybody goes through this in life, this like roller coaster ride where they're up and then they're down and they're up and they're down. And I think that she sees Dr. Masters as kind of like this door to this life that she wants for herself. And so although he's not in the picture right now at work, she sees her staying with the study as a, a, an, an opportunity to get that back that light that she once had in her life back that was the first time that she felt with purpose yeah no i agree and then so after that after we're like on a solid note for ethan we cut to libby leaving the house to have lunch with um doug greathouse's wife to try to get this together to try to get um dr masters a job real quick how about this doug greathouse Oh my God! <laughs> Talking about German measles, and they come um, in his ear, and he says, "We're also going to deal with pertussis." <laughs> what a guy! What a guy! Um, so, I mean, we're at a point where we've got Doctor Masters who has to watch the child alone for two hours, which I didn't think it was a big deal. But then the baby starts crying, and he's like, uh, "No, I'm just going to ignore it. I'm just going to ignore it." And Turn keep the music up. And yeah. then he goes, and he like it's like he approaches the room, like he's going to do something, and then nope turns on music loud and then that's where we kind of walk into um i mean it was heartbreaking i mean i know there wasn't really a baby there but i mean it just kills me like, you know sometimes you say letting a baby cry and they sue themselves well, so yeah, I mean, maybe that's crying, what he was doing he was I'm practicing that before all about the cry out method <laughs> but like i there i just felt so bad for that baby you don't know if they need like it's so sad to hear a baby crying i really like the one thing i don't know if y'all noticed but in that scene they don't do a ton of crazy swooping camera shots in this show really and they didn't do any the today but in that scene in the hallway, yeah. he walks up the hallway and the camera swoops all the way back in the hallway and through yeah, the room they had and the door. Yeah, a lot of great shots. I thought that was a really cool yeah. shot. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's blasting music and continuing to work. And his mom walks in and totally catches him disregarding the son and, and him the baby crying. And so, and they have a balls out fight like this is it I mean they were saying he was saying some words to her that I think are unforgivable you know like I mean he threw all of their history back into her face and was like you know what I'm sleeping with Virginia like regularly and I am my dad and I'm turning into you too and you know, I mean, just the worst of the worst. And I'm sending, sending you to Idaho. Yeah, you go back to Ohio, <laughs> Ohio. You know, like, and you never come back. And it's like, how as a mother do you even try to? Make I don't sense feel of that? bad for her though. Honestly, really? I really don't. I feel like she put herself in that position of being such a terrible mother to Masters that. I don't. But feel he's not a child anymore, though. You can't keep punishing somebody for something that happened 18 years ago, and so she's a different person today than she was back then. And now she's, she's trying, trying to be a so good parent. Hard. She's trying to be a great grandparent. All she did was like keep her keep a blind eye to like him getting spanked. He still hit. never. She still this, hasn't supported I'm him. Like, That's all she we, did. Well, we, okay, we think <laughs> that it's spanked, but it could have been molestation. I mean, there could have been more to it. We're assuming that it's just child abuse, but at the same time. She still is being a good person now, though. Like, the character that she's displaying now is a good grandmother. She's helping his wife care for the child that he's not caring for. And I feel like if you're going to... You're right. I take that back. That is huge that she... You know, what she did was terribly wrong. But I feel like don't let her back in and keep and keep her as a punching bag. Just keep her out forever. Well, that's, that's what exactly I say. The point. I just that's say exactly. keep, like it's black and white to me. Like I don't forgive you. You don't get to come in my life. And, like not like I don't forgive you. And you can come here and I'll just punch you in the face with words. Well, in the know. first season, he was trying to get rid of her, and she yeah. just wasn't leaving because yeah. he was kind of right, like, and then now he's finally got a backbone and standing up for himself and saying, "You need to leave. You need to go." Like, but is it a backbone or is it just him? 
running from love. I mean, because at the or at the end of the day, it's not right what so, he's doing. He's I, not honoring his mother and father as he should be, and he's being very disrespectful. And he's also being unkind, and not just to her, to someone who he is supposed to be kind to, his own child. So it's not necessarily a problem with uh, her that he has. It's towards anybody who he should be loving. I feel like he is so confused. <laughs> And he just needs a mommy. <laughs> but he's rejecting his mommy. I know. He's rejecting, he's rejecting everything. I think that he's in a... I feel sad for him. I mean, if you think about his life, he has no job right now. He's married to someone he has no connection to. The person he does, he has, like, issues expressing how he truly feels. He's not getting exactly what he wants out of there. Like, he's just all over the place right now. Like, this is midlife crisis time. A moment of silence I'm surprised for he doesn't get a Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and the and the the hard part I think most for him is not being able to do his work, because that is usually what eliminates all these other distractions with the family and the love and the kid. So the fact that he doesn't even have that makes him feel incomplete as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was an intense uh, little fight they had, and I thought it was just going to be one of their regular spats. But then to find out when Libby gets home that she's never coming back, and that she should get hired help for like the next day, it was just like that's a real that was a real interesting little scene with him and Libby because he says to her she's never coming back. That's the last we'll speak of it. Get hired help. They'll start tomorrow. See ya. You know, yeah. it, there wasn't a discussion. There mm-hmm. wasn't a debate. This no. was just this is the way it is. So talk about growing a backbone. Yeah. Right or not. That's growing a backbone. And and correct or not to do it, you probably want to involve your wife a little bit more in these decisions. I know. I feel so bad. Like, what is Libby thinking at this moment? He is so, like, I mean, if I'm married to somebody, they are not letting me in at all emotionally on what's going on. They aren't being paternal to our child, like, pretty much ignoring our baby and um, just completely takes me out of every conversation, just tells me how it is. I mean, I feel so bad. It makes me think maybe we'll have, like, that dancer guy, that house helper. What was his name? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember Walter, it. But I don't, maybe he'll be back. But if you remember last season, she had an opportunity to leave the relationship. She went away for a retreat. I know. She made up, like, another life. She could have left him if she really wanted to. She's I mean, not that scared. that was the norm back then, but she had an opportunity to not come back to him, and she decided to stay in her marriage. Which Let's, kind of brings me up, though, to the point you know, her per, the, when she was getting the baby checked out and the doctor was talking to her about how the, Bill Masters is kind of like a psychopath who was married, yeah. the psychopath was married to someone that, and that lady had no idea what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Albert makes, Fish. Yeah, it makes me wonder if maybe this is kind of foreshadowing to Libby be like, Masters is having an affair, you don't really know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not killing people, but he's sleeping with his... Exactly, so will she ever figure that out? Let's talk about sense. the title of the episode, Parallax, in relation <laughs> with these relationships. Because you have Libby in one point of view, and Virginia in the other. And they're both looking at Bill. And Libby looks at Bill and sees a more of a dominant husband who doesn't have an emotional relationship with her. But Libby might see something like, hey, financial stability, mm-hmm. relative, you know, family calm, we have a baby, we have a house, whatever. And she sees him from that point of view. Virginia has him passionately, in a way Libby does not, mm-hmm. but Virginia looks at him and sees work. So talk parallax with those two. They're looking at wow. the same guy with totally different needs. Now, the question is, the guy is not an inanimate object. He's a human. So how does he see the two of them? But mm-hmm. for those two, they're looking at the same guy with different needs. And I think Libby's perspective on him, not that she's the quintessential, you know, 50s housewife, whatever, mm-hmm. but it's a little bit of that line where she kind of says, go along to get along. I'm just going to bite my tongue. If he says it's the way it is with his mom. It is the way it is with his mom because there are other things I'm more concerned with. Mm-hmm. Right, right. 
And then we have, like, you know, there's, you know, with Libby, you know, and her, I just, I don't know, my heart just feels so sad for her. Like, She's just, stronger so far in this episode. I th- felt like she was a lot more taking initiative of getting things gorgeous, done. She by the way. She looked amazing. For just having a baby, too. Yeah. <laughs> she took those little pills to get a little better. I know. And then, but we see, we see, I'm I'm very interested. I mean, they started this, this season off very strong, and I'm very curious to see how this plays off, because we see um, you know, Dr. Masters leave the house and go for a run and just gun it as fast as he can go. I didn't just, even know he worked out. I don't <laughs> think he did, obviously. Did you see him hanging over? He was like, <laughs> about to die. It's like me every time I run. I was going to say, and that's exactly how I am, too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, you know, I think that we're seeing, like, the struggle, the struggle is real. You know, like, (laughs) he is, like, conflicted. He has not know what's going on. And so, I mean, he sent his mom home, and then it cuts um, to um, Barton and Margaret again. You know, it cuts to Vivian coming home. And, you know, she comes home right in the middle of, like, chaos. You know, like. Which did you find it interesting that they brought Vivian back, but they didn't bring Ethan really back? I like we had Ethan, Ethan on the phone, but Vivian, who's going to be out of the relationship, I thought she was done. Like her storyline was done, but it's kind of nice that she's back. But she's a pretty important piece, right? She's their kid. Their connection you know? for Barton and Margaret. Yeah. Well, Ethan. they had to find her. I think that she that was why they had to bring her back. Yeah. Well, here's, actress, here's yeah. my question. With knowing what happened to Barton in that basement, you guys, and I know it's easy to talk about it afterwards because we know what happens, but before Barton we tries saw to hang himself, Barton, for those who haven't mm-hmm. seen the episode yet. Before, yeah, spoiler <laughs> alert. Before we saw Barton hanging himself, was I the only one who knew that something was horribly wrong? Because they make the thud, and immediately, the way Margaret acted, she was like... I thought someone had, like, come in. I thought or I thought, yeah. I thought that he had um, was getting, like, a BJ in the basement or something. Like, <laughs> I was like, I thought, like, somebody, like, there was a crazy sexual act going on down there. I mean, like, was a, it was a weird... Not to, not, to, not to criticize, obviously, the actress, but the, Margaret was a little too urgent in the first thud. The, hit, the thud hit, and Margaret was immediately like, it's the basement window. Lock the basement window. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I was the urgency? Cons- weirded out by I why they were scared were gonna, of that. I thought it was either like a robbery or like a BJ. I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one. Is but either way, why was it important for them to go right away? <laughs> yeah, and which Vivian, is a good thing. If it is a robbery, why not Vivian go take care of it? <laughs> you're, you're young. You can handle it. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to go down there and get killed. Or walk in on her dad. I thought she was going to walk in on I thought she was going to walk in on her dad getting a BJ. But I'm like, Barton's never taken it home, so that didn't make any sense. But that was just like my... First. So you guys were shocked to see him attempt to kill himself. I not really. Yeah, I wasn't shocked that he did try and kill himself. Mm-hmm. I was just shocked that Vivian had to come to find that. And I was like, holy crap! Like I can only imagine what yeah. that would be like to come across that. I that would be terrible. And she doesn't know yeah. what's going so, on. Exactly. Yeah, so they run downstairs and they see that, and it's like, a you shouldn't do that when people are home and someone <laughs> might hear you. B your poor family has to walk in on that. You know, like how are things going to be? So things are normal. never going to be normal after that. Well, but if you're, if you're committing that act, do you care if things are normal after that? Your thought He's is trying to take it's going to be over. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be over. I guess I, you know, as a doctor, couldn't he like have injected himself with something? Like, couldn't he have found a foolproof way? I think like, it's a, I think it's a conscious decision by the writers though to do this, obviously because. It shows his vulnerability to the two of them. It forces them to find him, of course, so he can't go through Mm -hmm. with it. And it shows just how, I'm sorry for the bad pun, how he is at the end of his rope. Yeah. You know? Like. Literally. (laughs) Bobby. But no, how he's at the end of his rope, and we've seen, and he tried to have sex with Margaret the night before, whenever this was, temporally. She 
turned him down. Well, imagine how she's feeling now. It. She's oh like, my damn, goodness. I should have just yeah. gave him the booty. I should have just <laughs> let him thought I was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably killing herself. But that's why you see, and one thing that I do appreciate about her in the relationship is that no matter maybe the shame that he has brought her life and her womanhood, she still protects him till this day. She does not treat him any less than with less respect. She defends herself and won't tolerate his disrespect, but she, at the end of the day, still has a respect for him and a love for him and still protects him even when Bill comes over to, I guess, report to him that he's taking a new job. She still has this sense of protection. I've got to keep the yeah, nest safe. I need to protect my family. Yeah. Although I think it would have helped to see Bill, but don't. I don't know. Would I, you, was it that night? Was it that night? I'm, I'm just wondering since we don't have like a sense of time. I was wondering if it had been a couple days because Bill said he couldn't get a hold of him for a couple days. Might have been a couple it days. It has later, been a yeah. few days. I think she was trying to maybe nurse him back to health. He probably lost a Plus, lot of oxygen. Maybe had rope. Well, things. it affects your vocal cords too. If you're mm-hmm. hanging on there for however long it was, it could have affected his vocal cords. So then Gosh. that could have, and then the marking. He probably had a marking on there too. He's mm-hmm. a heavy guy, so all so, that weight down. No, I'm just saying, like, no, you but know, she, yeah, pressure. you're right. She, but and she doesn't want to one expose his homosexuality so she's protecting him from mm-hmm. that and two now he's killing himself that's another embarrassing factor right there and he wasn't even successful at it so you know that's two yeah. things that for him to be ashamed of so I think that she, she I think that she did right by not letting Bill see him it's, it's interesting that they would have a male character attempt to hang himself though why is that because of the time statistically period? W- far more women than men attempt suicide by hanging. Oh, really? I yeah. know men usually use a gun. Yeah, it's weird that they would have him hang himself. And I don't know if it was just because it was something in the house that they mm-hmm. could do and they could whatever, or if there was a conscious decision to f- maybe feminize him a little bit because of his oh, sexual wow. background and this oh, is a way he chose to commit suicide. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm probably way off about that. But I don't know why they chose hanging. That's or, a, I don't know, but they say that women usually don't... Um, I don't know that women usually use that because I read a study that said, said that women usually commit suicide by overdosing yeah. of pills or something oh, no, that's but, like but they use it harmful. more than men. Oh, they use hanging yeah. more than men. Yeah. Okay, because men usually go out with like a bang, with like hanging <laughs> or with like a, a real bang. Um, but I didn't know that women actually used that too. Well, I got a question for you guys. Do you think maybe he hung himself? Because he obviously knew when they left for the mall and he waited until they got back to do the hanging. Do you think he might be doing the hanging just so he can get their support on electric shock therapy? I think he was ready to die with the. I think he was legit ready. I think he was. Very small second intention that if they find me, at least they'll know. Like I kind of maybe 1% want them to find me, but I'm 99% ready to go. Yeah, okay. I think he was ninety. I think he was on his end when he was pleading to Margaret, like, what else can I do? You know, I'm trying here. Work mm-hmm. with me. I think he was on his last straw right then. Yeah. But, I was curious. But somebody <laughs> who might want to consider hanging themselves is Austin. Okay, now he is oh, a little whore. Nice <laughs> transition, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my gosh. If, if, if he doesn't do it, his wife is going to do it, okay? Oh she storms gosh. through the yeah. hospital. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, we couldn't get enough action. This this episode was, like, m- minute-packed every single, you know, minute. We get Austin's wife coming in, who we've kind of figured was a saint and just kind of accepted him for his dirty dog ways. Nope. And then she comes in, balls ablaze, and looking for him. He's, like, sliding through, like, an office, like, lowering down behind the desk like nobody find me here and then his wife gets on the intercom and says and reveals the whole thing about what he's done you know and there and says you know he's you know gone to an all-time low 
slept with my sister-in-law, or is, was it his sister-in-law? His sister-in-law, his sister-in-law. so it's her, her little sister. Her little sister, sister Rosemary, was Rosie, it? Rosie, yeah, little, sis, little oh Rosie. Oh, my gosh. But did you guys not think that she was going to announce that he'd been participating in the studies with Dr. Masters? I thought she was going to blow uh, up the spot that No, I thought she was going to actually sex blow a bigger whistle, like he got someone else pregnant. Yeah. Or, I don't okay. think she knew about the studies but exactly. But that's why I thought that maybe she had found out about the studies, and that's what oh. she was going to announce on the intercom and put everybody at jeopardy. But either way, I love how she did it in front of the children. That's another know, incident that was done in front of kids. Instead of like, hey, let's just leave them out of it. <laughs> oh my. No, she all takes three them, them with them. Yeah. She's like parading through with the baby. Yeah. yeah. But good for her. So what finally broke the camel's back is him riding her sister. There's, I mean, him doing his her sister. Seriously. Well, <laughs> this whole episode, it's everybody just kind of standing up for themselves, you know? And so um, then we kind of cut to Bill and Libby at dinner with uh, Doug. Was it Clearhouse? Great House. Great House. Um, and they're having dinner, and they're announcing their partnership and that they're going to take um, Dr. Masters on at Memorial Hospital, that they've got his study. And Libby is, like, ultra curious to see if Virginia is going to be working with him. And, um, and to which I he didn't directly respond to, but he said that I'm sure she's eager to, you know... Start working start again. Start working yeah. again and stuff, and so... Um, so she... Uh, I think that Libby's catching on, though. I mean, I, I, I don't know... If she knows or if she just, if the writers just want us to think that she's finally figuring it out. But there's always little hints or glimpses of her possibly knowing there's a relationship or affair going on. I feel like she's very similar to Master's mother in the sense of she knows it's going, but she's going to pretend it's not. Everything's fine. Just as long, like what Bobby was saying Mm -hmm. about that perfect point of view of... Right. Masters, I think she knows. Remember the scene though with the calimetric earlier when Libby comes into the hospital cafeteria and is hanging out with Virginia kind of as a friend and kind of as a venting board or whatever. So on some level, even though Libby may or may not know a little bit of what's going on with Bill, mm-hmm. she also likes Virginia and so she's kind of yeah, interested. Yeah, there's a like, definitely a friendship Yeah, there. there's a friend who may be coming to work on this study well, too. So maybe that innocent. If- if, what would you do if you were married to my husband? How would you handle this situation? Because she sees that they have that connection. Mm-hmm. She's like, you understand him better. You can. It would be terrible to not have an emotional connection with your husband, but then see that someone else kind of gets him and can get into. That's his work wife. You know. So she turned to the work wife to figure out how she should handle him. And I think that she's actually going about the advice that Virginia had given her. Do you make sure you take care of your baby? And then we start to see Libby actually, you mm-hmm. know, going out and trying to help her husband get his work back. Mm-hmm. And then we finally get answers, right? Like at the end of the episode, we finally kind of get the fill in the blanks of the last, you know, comments of the. Because um, in the in the midst of the episode, we get you know Virginia's going to a hotel rooms, you know, asking for Doctor Holden. We're not really understanding what that is. At the end, we finally see her there with Doctor Masters, and it's the conversation they have right after. It looks like the next day after they had slept together and had that mm-hmm. emotional night. He was like, you know, I want to clear that up, and I want to apologize for just coming to your house. And, I mean, it felt like he wanted to say, you know, there is something more mm-hmm. there. And Virginia was like, well, yeah, of course. I'm never going to say, I'm not going to choose love over work, you know. Mm-hmm. She's like I, explaining her stance on Ian. And then Dr. Master, something hits to him like, oh, she doesn't love me. Mm-hmm. That she's just wanting the work. Like I have real feelings for her. He was like he even went one step forward, one half Bill Masters step forward and said, I, I think that was something more, you know? And um, you know, and so I just feel I felt heartbroken after that moment because it was like I felt like they were both not saying something that they really wanted to because then it just went straight to 
we have our work, and that's so much more important, and we're going to have this sex, but it, it's not going to mean anything. Our work is what means something, mm-hmm. and it's just like this weird dynamic you don't see. And so, Which is interesting if you think about this whole episode. All the men, their egos were hurt by women. Yeah. Barton's was Imagine when he was that. trying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before, so. we, before we wrap up, can we mention the black eye? Oh yeah, or Doctor DePaul. I don't where know. Where did we get the black happened? eye from? I mean, they didn't really explain. They kind of left us hanging. Was, was it, it his man? Alcohol? Was it her bumping into a wall? Was she just clumsy because she's an alcoholic? I think where she might be an alcoholic. I have no idea. She's trying to soothe the pain from the, the disease cancer? that she's yeah from dying. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sounds, yeah. Like, sounds like you got yourself a prediction coming up. Right? <laughs> Real quick, Bobby, did you have any news? Oh. Yes, we do. Two pieces of news, nothing groundbreaking, but two uh, future guest stars, future appearances here on Masters of Sex this season. The first one, Marin Ireland, who is in Homeland, is going to be a recurring oh, nice. star on the second season of Showtime's Masters of Sex. She will play Pauline, the wife of Frank. I think we've seen Frank before. Okay. Uh, they're going to come to town seeking Master's help and conceiving a child in season two. And, this, and, Paul, and Ireland, I should say, is also going to be on The Divide on WeTV, set to premiere on July 16th. Mm-hmm. So if any of you guys watch The Divide, there you go. The other one, this is a little bit bigger, Jay Ellis, who of course has been on the game on BET for the last couple of years. He will play Dr. Cyril Franklin here oh, in the wow. second season. Uh, he talked to Miami Herald about it, and he said that when he was asked to audition, he did it in a heartbeat. He said he gets like an hour off every week, and that hour was spent watching Masters of Sex. Oh, wow. And he's like, I watched every episode of the first season. I wanted to do it so bad. Michael Sheen and Lizzie Kaplan are amazing, you know, all that stuff. Uh, he said, quote, when they asked him to take the part, he said, without seeing a script, he said, quote, I didn't really even need to read over the material because I would have said yes no matter what they had me do. Oh, we're going to have to tweet so. at him about the AfterBuzz TV recap for Masters of Sex. Yeah, let's have awesome. him come on. Uh, also, he will start, JS will, Jay Ellis will start production of The Game again in September. He's also filming November Rule, executive produced by Queen Latifah, and he is producing a film called Lemonade himself that stars Marissa Tomei. So that's a busy guy. Oh, nice. But we will see him on Masters of Sex as Dr. Cyril Franklin. He did say it's going to be interesting to have a black doctor and the relationship with how a black doctor works in a hospital oh, like that, 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 that time period. Yeah. Awesome. So. Awesome. Well, since we're light on time, oh, we're going to do predictions anyway. I'm just going to go. There's so much going on this season. Does anybody even know where to start with predictions? I've got a really simple one. I'll okay. make it simple. It probably won't happen, but I'm going to say it anyways. Okay. With Barton's suicide, with the suicide attempt, with the failed sex, I think him and Margaret are done because all the dignity and the respect is now gone. And they have to finish. Oh, yeah. Agree. I'm going to piggyback on that, but I don't think they're going to separate. I think they're going to still stay friends. Like, they're going to be married just because of the whole image thing. Yes. (laughs) And she's going to have sex with other people. Yes, okay. open marriage. <laughs> I am nervous, and I unfortunately think this is my prediction. I don't want it to be, but I think that Ethan is gone. I don't think that we're going to see him again, unfortunately, because he's not with Virginia anymore. But I think that Virginia is not going to stop having sex with somebody else. I think they're going to introduce maybe another character. Maybe Jay Ellis is going to be a love interest for her, but she's never just going to be a one-man woman. So I think we're going to see another affair come about. Yeah, and I unfortunately think we're going to see a lot more turmoil before we see something mm-hmm. really positive happen between Dr. Masters and Virginia. So, 
Ah, we'll see you next week. Thank you, everybody, so much. Roya, where can they find you? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at HeyRoya. That's H-E-Y-R-O-Y-A. Bobby. Bobby. Twitter at Bobby Demiro. Instagram at Mr. Bobby Demiro. My favorite spice. You guys can play with my Instagram or you got, no, you can play with my Instagram. No, you can stroke my Instagram or play with my Twitter at spicy underscore Mari, S-P-I-C-Y underscore M-A-R-I. And I'm at Genetime Tweets. Thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Yeah. Yeah. 